It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Paulie Howard, live today on a Friday morning in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And the first hour of this program is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Really good guests coming up on today's program. Uh, Michael Lombardi in studio a little bit later on, and Brad Powers who was awesome on college football in an hour, Paulie. And uh, it's, it's a pretty good feeling. You know, usually in a typical, you know, calendar year, the NBA Finals, the NHL Stanley Cup, they're done by like, what, early to mid-June? And then it's nothing but baseball for the next month and a half. We're like, God, can we hit the fast-forward button, please, to get the college football in the NFL? Well, because of what happened last year, everything was pushed back. Feels like the NBA just wrapped up, you know, not that long ago. And now we have college football beginning with a bunch of games on the board. And, uh, you know, this is a great feeling to finally get it back. Yes, yes. Looking forward to the Nebraska-Illinois game. Big year, big game for Frost and Chip Kelly. We have some good preseason matchups today. A triple header Saturday and Sunday on NFL Network with Mm -hmm. the preseason. So this is awesome. All these numbers in college football now, as you all know, um, and if you don't know, well, the, the games have been on the betting board uh, you know, across the country, and the openers now, some of these games are not even close to what they were a couple of months back, but now it's like finding good numbers to bet 
it's tough at this point. They've been shaped up, you know, by the uh, sharp betters and everybody else for a while. For example, the Illinois-Nebraska game did open up. Nebraska 11 and a half. And, you know, again, a guess that we have on today, Brad Powers, he's one of the best in the business at betting this stuff. He grabbed the 11 and a half right away. It's now sitting at seven, six and a half at some spots. Uh, again, we've heard like maybe one person now make the case for Nebraska. Every other person, I, I think, on this network likes, you know, Illinois to certainly cover the game. Or we're hearing people now make the case for Illinois to win it outright and grab that plus 220 if you can. I think Nebraska's going to win. Now, by how much, uh, it's a tough call. But you have the revenge factor, too. Last year, they lost as a 17-point favorite at home. So they have that bad taste in their mouth. The other thing is, will Nebraska be able to run the ball? And you have a freshman running back. You have a transfer from USC. Martinez is still there. I mean, it seems like... How long has he been there, right? I'm actually going to guess. Is he is he a junior? I mean, this is, or is he finally a senior right. there? So, Illinois couldn't stop the run, and they gave up over 30 points a game. So that was what it comes down to for me tomorrow. Uh, will Nebraska run the ball on them? And if so, I think they're going to win and cover. And what do we expect out of Bielema, although Although it could be a work in progress, but certainly you have that revenge angle working for Nebraska too. And you asked me yesterday, is it a make-or-break year for Frost? I don't think so. Maybe next year, depending on how bad this goes. But you see, Frost is Chip Kelly right now. When you look, they almost have the same record. Right. Frost is ten and twenty. Chip Kelly's ten and twenty-one. So Chip did a great job at Oregon. Good start in Philly, and then wheels came off. But then Frost was incredible at Central Florida. Mm-hmm. So this this is a huge year for him. Although I, I think it would have to take an unmitigated disaster for them to whack them this year. But they they got to win this game. Based on what happened last year, you're still going against a, a below-average team in Illinois. There should be big expectations. I know they're not what they once were. But Nebraska should be going to bowl games and, and competing for conference championships. Yeah, like uh, well, a bowl game should be an afterthought, right? That should be not even a question for this program. Yeah. But it's been a little dicey, obviously, as of late. The the question is, can they ever get back to competing for a conference championship and winning 9, 10, 11 games on a consistent basis? That's not not crazy. To win 8, 9 games? No, 8, 9. They they can't be Iowa? I I absolutely think they should be. They can't be Northwestern? Yeah, winning 8 or 9 games. Yeah. Can they get to 10 or 11 and compete for the Big Ten championship? That's going to take a a major overhaul from him. Maybe Mm -hmm. he can do it. Maybe, but... To your point of like you know make or break seasons, I, I don't. It should not be either because what this is year number three, and Chip Kelly same thing at UCLA. The guys they they yeah. deserve more time than this in a couple of years. It's like unless you're Nick Saban, right, and maybe a couple mm-hmm. of other guys who turns around a program on a dime. And you throw out last year. I mean, you yeah, can't, yeah you of can't course go you do anything with last yeah. year, right? So uh, we'll see here what uh, what Bielema has with Illinois as well, and then with UCLA, they gave Chip five years, twenty three million. He's ten and twenty one. He's 0-6 non-conference, which is kooky. And then uh, last year they went 3-4 and and had some close losses, and they returned a ton of guys, including the quarterback. So, big year for Chip. Yeah. But, again, I would give both guys, like this year I would not, unless it's, you know, 0-12 we're talking, and something really bad happens, then you maybe have the conversation. But, you know, who's going to go to UCLA again and just say, okay, you won six games, I'm going to take you to 11 next year. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. And uh, we are starting today's show by talking about college football and a bunch of preseason games that we have tonight and this weekend in the NFL. And in college football, again, that UCLA opener against Hawaii was 9.5 in the summer. It peaked at 18. There is still an 18 or two available, the way it appears, not many. 
And it looks like, uh, you know, a lot of betters picked off that 18 yesterday or this week to drop it back down to 17 and a half. Brad, Pow- Brad, Pow- sorry. Brad Powers made a good point that 21 of the 22 starters return on defense in this game. He likes the under. We'll talk to him coming up. And Cordero's a good quarterback for Hawaii, and they won five games. Rolovich did an excellent job there, become a good program. What happened uh, two years ago when they go to the conference championship game and get beat. But this guy's been a solid quarterback, and they return 18 guys. And I know Brad's big on Turner as well, that the, the, the Swiss Army knife they have, the guy can return kicks, running back, wide receiver as well. Yeah. So I, I think it's getting out, out of control now. Well, this point spread. It's out of control. What do you think of Cordero? Good. You think so? He can run, and he, he let him in rushing. Yeah, no, he's. I don't a, know about the arm, but he, yeah, he, the, I, serviceable as a thrower, but he let him in rushing. Yeah, well, the escapability certainly yeah. is there for the yeah. guy, and that's probably his uh, strength, in my opinion, because I've watched a lot of him, like when he's trying to make throws, and I'm not impressed by the arm. So he's turnover prone. Um, I don't really trust him, at, you know, throwing the football, to be honest. But as a multi-dimensional guy, if he can kind of clean that up. Well, there were so many times where Rolovich would put him in in place of McDonald. It was really weird. Who would he, he was a gunslinger, and he, uh, if he would have a couple interceptions early, he'd go to the bullpen and bring that kid in. Yep. So this kid's played in a lot of big games, and it's a big spot for Hawaii. But I think I think it's out of control now, laying 17 and a half and 18, and the, the totals come down four points as well, where it's at. I'm going to look here because we had Kenny White on. Monday, and he said at that point when the first half numbers were not out that he liked Fresno in the first half against UConn. And um, just based on where those mm-hmm. numbers are at right now in the first half, because you have such big point spreads, obviously, this week with the Fresno-UConn game and the UCLA-Hawaii game. Yeah, UCLA's laying 10 in that game, and it looks like Fresno... Well, Kenny said he'd, he'd bet anything below 17.5, and, and actually he said maybe a little bit higher. The first half in the game is Fresno 15.5 or 16. Yeah. I like this breakdown. Because then you wonder about what happens in the second half with the look-ahead spot. Fresno goes to Oregon next mm-hmm. week. Uh, I, I believe UCLA plays LSU next week. They too. do. So what, what does Chip do maybe if it's a blowout in the second half or maybe they're up 14 or, or 16 in the second half late in the game? What is he doing? And how does Fresno treat it as well? And they had a top-five passing offense last year with the Washington transfer coming in at quarterback. So they can – Edsel's been a disaster since he came back. Yeah. They're terrible. Oh. I mean, what they did – couldn't stop – what did they give up? 467 yards per game and 41 points per game. Didn't play last year, and then uh, horrible record. It's been really since bad. he came back since 2017. Yeah. So how does Fresno treat it? How does UCLA treat it in, in the second half as well? And the other game that's moved three points, New Mexico State was 2-10 two, two years ago. Paul Stone mentioned it. They played two spring games, lost to Tarlington State. UTEP won, went 3-5 and five last year. Uh, three of the wins were against, I think two of the wins, two of the three wins were against Cupcakes, but I agree with the move in this one, and UTEP should be. New Mexico State's win total is one and a half. It is. Oh. Like a bunch of teams, by the way, this year, <laughs> which I really can't believe. I mean, that's that's how many bottom feeders we have in the sport, and you're not going to see UTEP favored by 10 points in many games in college football. That tells you how bad this program is for New Mexico State. Yep. I mean, because UTEP, UTEP has been one of the absolute cellar dwellers for a long time in this sport, and mm-hmm. now they're laying, they're laying six and a half in the first half against New Mexico State. Yeah. I mean, if UTEP puts the screws to them and they win by, you know, going away by three or four touchdowns, oh, watch out for some of these numbers with uh, New Mexico State this year. Yeah. That was the other one, the look ahead. San Jose State, the late game, and it's on TV, beautiful, at home against Southern Utah. San Jose State goes to USC next week. So if they're blowing them out, or up three touchdowns, and what what a job! One of the best stories in college football last year with Louisiana, 
Coastal Carolina. This program stunk. Right. It was on the level of UNLV. Family and friends only at the home games. Nobody cared. And for the first time since 1991, they won a conference championship, and they were 7-0. and They beat Boise. They beat Nevada. What a story. Great story. I can't, astronomical odds to win the conference. They did get routed. That's a great angle, too, with Mark Lawrence. He had that for years. How does it? How did the team do week one after getting blown out as a good-sized favorite in their bowl game? Okay, that's and, right. And San that's Jose right. State was routed in their bowl game by Ball State, yeah. 34-13. to 13. So I'm sure they've had to chew on that all offseason. Yeah, I, I, I don't what, think – huh? I was going to say, I don't think people appreciate no. what you just said. That's a great angle. How, how difficult it was for him to do that. Because we talk about how some of these teams are so bad, New Mexico State and UTEP, and you brought up UNLV. Oh, this program was a joke. San Jose State was probably below all of them. Yeah. Yes. One of the best coaching jobs you're ever going to see. That was in Bill Clark at UAB when they shut the program yeah. down and he took them to a conference title. Yep. But uh, they're laying 23 and a half, 24. See how, what he does in the second half with USC on deck. But with Starkle back, a quarterback, and, and what a story that they started 7-0. I do see a total, by the way, in that game of 56 and a half. To the NFL, uh, tonight's games that we have on the board, the numbers and some of the news between these matchups. All right, Colts are taking on the Lions. Uh, Eason is going to start for Indy. Uh, Reich will not play most of his starters. Detroit isn't playing any starters. The Colts are laying two totals, 33 and a half. All four games tonight have unbeaten against teams that are winless. Mm-hmm. And I like the, all, most of the teams that, are, that haven't lost yet other than the Carolina, which I'll get to in a second, and we told you about it last week. How do you not take the Colts here? I, I mean, again, you still... Colts now, first half and for the game. Now, Adam Schefter said it'd be an upset now if Wentz doesn't start week one. In any event, you still have a battle here between Eason and Ellinger. Mm-hmm. So they're expected to get most of the snaps. Detroit's not playing anybody. And Detroit... How bad was Boyle last week against the Steelers? Terrible. Couldn't get a first down. Now, Blau came in and saved the day, and they got the backdoor cover, well, which was ridiculous, and he lit up in the second half. So that was one one thing that would concern me. That final but, score was completely misleading. Yes, it was. There was a second and 30. They picked up the first down. They got the ball back late somehow. Uh, they had no business getting the money. But it was ugly in the first half. So mm-hmm. Colts first half, Colts for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't want any part of the Lions here in Campbell. Concur. Uh, what do you have with this uh, opener for the Steelers-Panthers game? Okay, where so that now? We got an eight-point move. Okay. Steel- Steelers open four. It was a bad line. Again, Tomlin, they're 3-0. and they, He liked what he saw out of the first and second team. And Haskins has played well so far. He should be the backup to Big Ben. And Rule came out last week and said, physical practices with the Ravens. Not going to play, guys. Darnold played one series. They drove down the field, got st- stopped on fourth down. And then uh, the Ravens blew him out in the second half. And, and, uh, and the backups did nothing for Carolina. Carolina's going for it. Carolina's playing everybody in the first half. Carolina first half. I don't know about the game, but I think Carolina first half's a really good bet tonight. Maybe money line for the game. He's going for it. Tomlin doesn't care. Going to sit most of these guys. And and, and Rule wants to uh, see what what these starters can do here after they were... Uh, have done nothing in the first two games. You're right about Haskins. Going to get the start tonight. So there is no Big Ben. There is no Mason Rudolph. Most regulars will not see action like you talked about. And uh, reading some of the local stuff in um, the Carolina area, or Charlotte area, I should say, five positions are still undecided for Carolina. Cornerback one, wide receiver three, although the, it, it's going to come. Marshall, I think, is going to win the job, the rookie, and quarterback number two. So everything that you said is spot on. And, you know, I don't mind if you want to look. I think Colts, 
they're a good bet. I also think that the Panthers to win the game is a good bet. I don't mind parlaying sometimes. I know you're going to say no parlay, no parlay, but in the NFL preseason, okay, it's been good so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles at the Jets. Jets laying a hefty number here at five, five and a half totals, 34 and a half. The, the Philly media, they are begging Sirianni to sit every single starter. And the reason why is because it appears as if most of the team is healthy right now, which is something that, believe it or not, this organization has not had in a while. It seems like every single year, either a major name or a bunch of guys go down, so they're, the, the depth is kind of destroyed for the Eagles at the, season, uh, at the beginning of the season. So now they're, just, they're trying to tell him, look, don't play anybody, don't play Flacco, don't play a single starter in this game. Just go there, uh-huh. run the football, and get the hell out of there and don't get anybody else injured. Yep, I don't want the Eagles. <clears throat> I'll take the Jets. Yeah. Philly coming off the 35 to rip loss. They've been outscored 59 to 19 so far. Here's another game tonight that's 2 0 against 0 2, and Salah apparently cares. They, they've been yeah. out there playing hard, and good mojo and juju with the Jets so far. Well, I, I want no part of Philly how bad they've looked in yeah, the preseason. Same here. And uh, I don't see any first half numbers available yet. I want to see what that Carolina is. Same here. I also want to see what the first half is going to be for Vikings at Chiefs. Game is 4-38.5. and and Got to take Chiefs first half. Andy Reid said the ones are going to play the entire first half. We'll see after that. But they didn't play well against Arizona. It's got to be the reason why. They had a couple nice drives. But they had, they had set up for the field goal. Mahomes threw the horrible interception in the red zone. Yep. Uh, you don't, won't see a lair, I guess. But maybe try to establish something on the ground as well. You don't, I don't think you'll see Hill. But And then what Paul Charchian said, maybe... No Cook, mm. maybe Cook for a series. You're not going to have Barr. You might not have Jefferson. You're not going to have Thielen. And again, the backups for Minnesota quarterbacks have been atrocious. You have this battle between Browning and Mond. Terrible. Ten points against the Colts. Couldn't do anything. It's fourth down from midfield late in the game. Zimmer goes for it. Mond throws it right into the ground. He's ripping them every day in practice. There's stuff that comes out every day about this guy. Go back and forth with Mond. And I know mm-hmm. you, the, the, the situation with the COVID and it set him back. But Chiefs' first half, that looks like another good bet here. If, if Reed's going to go for it, and the Vikings have looked, they haven't been interested so far well, in, in, and, uh, in ugly performances. Look at the difference between the money lines here. KC on the money line is minus 225. They're four, four, and a, four and a half right now at Bet Rivers. In the other game that we talked about with a similar point spread, Carolina's right around four. On the money line, they're like a dollar eighty. So Minnesota scored what? 16 points in the two games, and they threw a pick six? Yeah, uh, that is true. Yeah, certain. It's been ugly. Rookie. Ugly yep. so far for the Vikings. And that is uh, atypical for Mike Zimmer in the preseason. Yeah, he's been, again, he's been great. Not happy right. at all. Look at some of these numbers, by the yeah. way, beyond tonight. The Bills are, I'd see nine and a half now. Yeah, nine, nine and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a total of 37. Josh <laughs> Allen will start for Buffalo. Some starters could play the entire first half. Well, like you said before, the Bears game last week, and we thought the five Chicago was laying against Buffalo was absurd. And that was like because of the Justin Fields hype. And the Bills' backups, Paul, you said on Friday you liked the Bills' backups. Did you not see how they played in the game against the Bears? They were phenomenal. And I love the rotation. You go Trubisky, whatever order, Fromm and Webb. Yep. And they destroyed the Bears no problem. And now I get Allen playing a quarter or a half against his Packer outfit? Uh-huh. Absolutely. What do you think of the yeah. Ravens? Yep. Do you want to go on the Ravens again? Yes. yes, they want to go for this, folks. Believe it or not, they want the record. 59 years ago, Lombardi also won uh, 19 straight exhibition preseason games. Uh-huh. And, for, and the Ravens are well aware of it. So Harbaugh says, no matter what it is, I want to win. And that's the whole organization. So they asked Lamar Jackson about it, says, we want to win. Don't jinx us. 
They want to get to 20 in a row. They want the record. So I want the Ravens to win this game against uh, WFT. They're excited for this one. They want to get the record. And you're going to go against a guy who's won 19 in a row and what is it now? 16-1-1 ATS? 17-1-1 ATS. Lane three and a half in this game. So now they're putting the hook on it every single time with the Ravens. What's supposed to be a meaningless game, they're saying we want to win. Sure. We want the record. Now, Rivera is trying to tell people that his quarterback position is undecided yet. He doesn't know if it's going to be Fitzpatrick yeah. or Heineke, which I got a bridge for sale. Waterfront property. On a certain side. Yeah, absolutely. New York City. Um, so, I mean... That's not going to happen. I know that the Heineke hype, it, he played well in one game. This is, They went out and got Fitzpatrick for a reason. He's going to have to be the starter. But you're exactly right. You, you, I, I don't know. There's no way I could fade Baltimore at this point. There's absolutely no way. And then Bears playing against the Titans. You know the news right now with Tennessee. Nine players with COVID. Uh, the coach has COVID. Yeah. Tannehill had to go to the COVID list overall. And the Bears in this game, they're laying three, three and a half. No Dalton Field's going to be the guy. It's going to be a story the whole season. Fingers crossed we don't have a forfeit. I'll tell you that. And I don't know what the hell's going on in Buffalo. What's, what's, what's McKenzie doing? Like tweeting it out? Ah, you got me. Okay. I mean, you got people on at the facility telling you, follow the protocols. Right. He's walking around twice without the mask on. Mm-hmm. Then he tweets out, ah, you got me. Well, and, and hard to believe, but Beasley also tweeted Beasley. back at him. And he goes, I took my mask off, off in a certain spot. Don't do that. If you're going to try to be like... If you're not going to get vaccinated, it's up to you. But then if you're not going to go by the rules that they have in place for you to follow and you get busted, then suck it up. That's your problem, right? I mean, again, not going to sit here and piss and moan about this. Well, wait a second. It's not my job. I know. But if the bills are telling you from point A to point B, have it on the entire time, and you take it off for five feet, that's your problem. Did you see what would happen if they continue to do this? It's a four-game suspension. Yeah, and some of the fines that there's are... A, there's a fine, and then yeah. it's eventually a suspension mm-hmm. if they keep doing this. Whoop, forgot my mask. Well, you've done it three times. Right, right. Other That's news a- that we have. Uh, the Dolphins are playing at the Bengals. Tua will not play. Most of the starters will rest. Burrow uh, will play a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it would probably be important for the Bengals to go out there and actually play all of their guys for a quarter or two mm-hmm. in that game. And, uh, boy, reading up on some of the quotes this week about Mac Jones, I know, I think he had a, a rough practice yesterday the way it looked. But, like, they, I saw a story with, like, five or six teammates just, just saying the kid's the real deal. He gets it. He's going to be really good. We love playing with him already. So they are uh, glowing about the rookie quarterback there in New England. Looking forward to that game. Yep. See how he plays. That's on Sunday. And Danny Dimes is getting the start for the Giants. Look at the Broncos, what they're laying. Broncos laying eight and a half at Seattle. Again, Carroll said he's playing the starters, but won't say which ones and for how long. Mm-hmm. But to, you'll, you'll get that against the uh, Chargers. We'll probably just, again, want to run the ball and go home. Well, I tell you, that's uh, now Great that the Broncos spreads. have their quarterback spot. Too much? On the, the Rams, and, I mean, they looked feisty last week, and Perkins was serviceable. I mean, he was not throwing the ball down the field, but he was like 26 of 39. They did not look... Put it this way, the Rams did not look like they were waiting for the regular season to start. It looked like they cared last week against the Raiders. I'd go under 34 then. Also keys too. How about that? I was not aware of that until yesterday. I got that coming up in win-lose. I couldn't believe what I saw on on an app. Great tease. That's next, along with bad beats and line moves from last night.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book, where you can get a 20% profit boost on live bets every Friday in August. Learn more at betrivers.com. Great videos and a vicious beat. Time for win, lose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. Here's the beat I'm talking about. First five under five and a half. Angels, Orioles. One, one. Bottom of the fifth. Two on. Two out. Single, double, walk, grand slam. You lose. Seven, one. You're one out away. I mean, it's one, one with two outs. Yeah. And then things get crazy. Hell of an effort by the Angels. A team that lost 19 in a row, and you lost the series. And you got clubbed upside your head, by the yeah. way. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Oh, They take on the Padres tonight. We got a good email on the Angels coming up in about five okay. minutes that we'll relay. Bit of a reach, but not much going on last night. Mariners $1.60. Led 4 nothing in the sixth at home. Got beat. Royals are hot. They won 7-10. to 10. Another, Can't lose games like that, Seattle. Another home run for Perez. Can't he, is do, oh. 30, he is 35, but Otani just needs to stop already. Yeah. Stop hitting home runs, yep. pal. Winsome, Chris Sale, immaculate inning for the third time joining Sandy Koufax. First pitcher at Fenway to do it since Pedro in 2002. Great job by Sale. And I found this out yesterday, and I was shocked, and I was pissed. I only At William Hill, you can do 14-point teasers on sides and totals in the preseason. You can tease these games down to 18 or 19. Yeah. Like, or oh, or you can tease them up to like 49, right. 50. Right, now yeah, it's uh you do four teams and it's uh minus two dollars. It is minus two dollars. Right, yeah. no. right. A fourteen point teaser on sides and totals in the preseason. In the preseason. I was messing around yesterday and I was like, oh my god. With how low scoring these games already are. Yeah. Oh damn. We got one more week. Lose some Rangers. 170 down to 145. They got beat. Beeson.com, subscribe. Streaming, videos, everything we do. Time for the videos. We'll get to them in a second. Let's start with this. We got the cat. Dropping a hint. There it is. It's treats. See that? <laughs> Can he right that? He touches it. Look at the face. Look at the puss on that thing. Look at this. Hey. He's grabbing it. Come on. He uh, yeah, taps him on the leg and goes down. Hey. You get a little help here? Boss. Can he let's grab go. me? Come on. He taps it. That's excellent. He just looks at him. Look at the ninja. Look at this with the bear. Every day we get a great bear video. Playing with a stick, rapid fire. Oh, wow. Hits him in the face. He grabs it again immediately. Can this be real? Look how fast he's putting it. The ninja stick. Ninja bear. Looks that like is a drummer awesome. almost. Yeah, you're right. Very good. And then I guess this dog was in the WWE in a previous life. I mean, look at this. Off the top rope three times. The dog jumps on the bed and, and lands on the top. Three, three times off the top rope, off the Super couch. Fly. Yeah, yeah. And the other dog knows it's coming too. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. fine. Oh, right on the belly. Incredible. That is great. Ah. <laughs> and Paulie does Vegas on Instagram too. Uh, win some. And finally, it worked out for the player. This was sent in from Kyle. That's an eight card twenty with five aces. It's like Pesci in Casino. That is sick. Hit me. Hit me again. Take this one and stick. Hit me again. Look at this. Ace five, ace five, ace, 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 five. You win. Three fives and five aces. How kooky is that? 
You're right. Finally one for the player. Yep. And this is Richard Lewis on Twitter. We lost Charlie Watt, drummer of the Rolling Stones. Lewis relayed this uh, story. The Stones were in town. Ronnie Wood said, come to a private dinner party with my wife. We were seated next to Watts. Charlie moved over near my seat, and we discussed Curb Your Enthusiasm episodes. It was surreal. Rest in peace, sweet Jesus. Genius. This is, I love that story. Isn't that good? The show is so, so good. The drummer of the Rolling Stones wants yeah. to come over and talk about yeah. Larry David. Screw my life. Curb. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. My life's boring. I want to talk yeah. about Curb. Yeah. Back to fast food. Let's close strong. I'm, oh, Tony Finau. Tony Finau, after he won and exercised the demons, said, I was so pumped up. Here's what I, I went to McDonald's at 3 in the morning. I had a Big Mac, quarter pounder with cheese, 10 nuggets, large fry, and an Oreo McFlurry. And I put it down, no problem. Well, I guarantee if it was noon, they would have told him to pull forward. I can tell you that. But it's 3 a.m., no one there. How can he eat that? I love what he said. I had no problem cleaning it up. Cleaning yeah. it up. That's good a good one. How? I mean, he's, well, first of all, he's, he's an athlete, right? That's, uh, what are we talking about, 1,200, 16? Oh. That's, what's 2,200 calories? How can, he, how can he do it? Chestnut. I mean, how could you do that? Put it down, no problem. Win some, lose some. Bet Rivers, hometown book, 20% profit boost. Live bets every Friday in August. BetRivers.com. Great job, Tina. They won again last night. Hottest team in baseball. I think they're too, too cheap again tonight. Details on that coming up next. perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy and the vcin pro football guide is the perfect way to start our vcin experts have won major football contests around las vegas our guide will give you insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge download the vcin nfl guide today for only 19.99 or get vcin all access and everything that we offer for the entire football season you can get it today at vcin.com slash subscribe uh, i did play one game in major league baseball on the overnights, Paulie, and it's uh, the Yankees and the A's. The Yankees got it done again last night. First of all, they blew a huge lead. It was 6-6 at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, catchers trying to pick off a guy running to second on a stolen base, overthrows the infielder, and uh, goes to third. Yankees win 7-6 in nine innings, never went to extras, but they won again. They're red hot. Tonight, it's Cole versus Manaya. Cole has been solid lately. It opened up, I saw $1.37 right now, Bet Rivers. Yankees are $1.43. Let me give you uh, Sean Manaya's uh, numbers in August. Four starts, 15 and two-thirds innings. That's it. 9.77 ERA. The FIP is 7.25. He's got a whip of two. Batting average against is 340-plus. He's allowed five home runs, seven walks, and only a soft hit rate of 8.9%. The guy is getting mauled every start. Last four now. He was having a nice season. Oh, that fell apart. You know, the last time they won this many games was 1961. Oh. Gir- Girardi, Pettit, Rivera, those great teams. They never won 13 in a row. Jeter, Bertie Williams. Huh. 61, you say? Did I say Girardi or Jeter? I think you said Girardi. Jeter. I did, okay. Yeah, G- yeah Jeter. I mean, Jeter. Uh, that is surprising. Yeah, so now 12 in a row. I'm, I'm yeah, Come right back with them. I'm with you. I like the Yankees. And the reeling A's. 
who now have lost five in a row, and after getting the, those three back-to-back-to-back losses where they blew it in the eighth and ninth inning, demoralizing. That They're, they're actually the lucky that the Mariners again. blew the game last night. They are. So you have the A's fading at the same time as the Padres. The numbers all yep. week long in the Dodgers series were too low. We said that on the air multiple times. And again, Scherzer was great. Scherzer went seven and two-thirds last night, struck out ten. Mm-hmm. The guy's been... Didn't make sense. Was it last time that he lost a game? Didn't make sense. May 29th. Okay. Yep. Yep. Red Sox opening it up on the A's. Big win there. They uh, they go on the road now. They got to take advantage of this. Okay? Because I, th- I think the, the A's are going to get swept the way they're playing. And I'm telling you, the Yankees are going over. And they're going to catch Tampa. They're on fire. Like them again today, lay the dollar forty with the Yankees. Yep. Co-sign on that one. Absolutely. Let me give you an email here. Because the Angels now take on the Padres. And I've seen conflicting stuff, either Musgrove or Weathers tonight. I saw Musgrove. Oh, yeah, because Weathers just came out out of relief the other day, so I don't Mm -hmm. know why he'd be going tonight. But this is an email that we got from Guan yesterday. He said, guys, you can add the Angels to the list. Their lineup, other than Otani, hot garbage. Pitching rotation is even worse. Um, I don't know. Should we? We'll ask for your feedback. FTM at vcin.com. This horrific seven, which the number is maybe a little off because we don't have the Royals on the list. Uh, the Nationals at times have been not really on the list either, and it depends on if the Rockies are on the road or at home. Should we put the Angels on the list? Because when and Otani was bad in his last start, but when he's not pitching and the rest of that lineup, they're not good. No. Can't do it yet. I'm not going to go there yet. Not Look, yet, okay. That, that was bad against the Orioles. But I don't want any part of the Padres. No way. This is ugly. They've lost 12 of 14 now. I'm telling you, they're going to have a losing record. With this That's schedule in, the rest of the way? It's in play. You're going to have a losing record. I read uh, Ken Rosenthal's God. column yesterday, and he said that if Tatis remains healthy the rest of the way, it's unlikely he'll lose the MVP. I'm like, I, I don't know. I can't go that far. Again, I, I think the number on him has been way off. I don't think he's a $3 favorite at 275 whatever it is. Uh-huh. He's not. He had a home run no. the other day. Okay, big yep. deal. The last 10, 12 days, he's been bad. Right. I'll give you one more tonight. Giants, red hot. Good had call. them yesterday of against course. the Mets. Every game with the Giants, yep. So it's Gossman mm-hmm. against Freed. Now, Freed has been awesome in August. Uh, 4-0, 27 innings pitched, a 0.67 ERA. The FIP is outstanding at a 1.69. No home runs, not a lot of walks. But he is coming off that complete game shutout. I know it was at the Orioles. But when guys do that, and they have such a great performance one time out, maybe going against them the next time, not exactly the worst idea possible. Um, we've seen it with others, Aaron Nola. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen it with uh, Zach Wheeler. And by the way, Nola is, goes again tonight. And That tweet? That, he, that, yep. He's a big favorite against Widener and the D-backs. They probably should be. <laughs> but the Phillies are, what, 0-6? The last six times that either Nola or Wheeler started a game? Correct. Okay. Correct. Come back with the Giants, come back with the Yankees, and I don't have a price, but does it matter? Because we don't know who the Dodgers are throwing. Back with we got the Rockies on the road. Yeah. Dodgers have won 17 of 20. You're going to pay a price, but do you want to go run line? Although maybe uh, great information here from our buddy Tony. Freeland, who's going for Colorado. Career against LA. 13 0 and 1 to the under. Are you serious? Full game. 13 0 and 1 to the under. Get out of here. 1 nothing. 9 2, but it was 11 and a half. 9 3, push. 4 3, 4 2. 9 4, total of 14. 
632-4232-3 rip 6361-4321. Great job, Tony. That's Freeland career against That's Freeland career against the Dodgers. Coors or Dodger Stadium. Yep. They just played uh, last time. I think it was one nothing. One nothing final. Wow, okay. 13-0-1 to the under full game Freeland career against the that Dodgers. That is awesome info. It is. And the Dodgers won 12 of 13. And the win total definitely in play here to go to the over. Oh. 81 and 47. Sorry, second place. <laughs> Giants 83 and 44. That is Ooh. something else, man. You see the Brewers? The Brewers are in Minnesota tonight. They're only $1.30. They're 42 and 21 on the road. Wow. Did not notice that. Very good. Yeah, that, that's that strong, is. huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, another team I'm not going to go to war with tonight. The Cardinals, after blowing that last night, that was ugly. That was very ugly. Uh, Haps on the mound against the Pirates, and the Cardinals are laying a dollar sixty in that neighborhood. I know Hap; he's been decent this month. I'd say a little misleading. The ERA is sub two. The FIP goes all the way to four point six. The BABIP he's been been very lucky with a two twenty BABIP. He's allowed four home runs and you know two and a half walks per nine. Um, the way the Pirates are playing right now, Cardinals blowing that game last night. Maybe a dog spot again here today yeah. for Pittsburgh. Good job by the Pirates, showing some fight. What do you want to do with the Orioles? Tampa is 15 and 1. I think I said 14 yesterday. Apologies. Tampa's 15, 15 and 1, 1 this now. year against Baltimore. Tampa's 220 on the road. Already taking money. Open 220. You'll see some 240s and 250s out there. Baltimore going to make it three in a row. 15 and 1. Tampa against Baltimore. It is Matt Harvey, right? It is. No, thanks. Yeah. I, the, guy, the guy's been better here lately, but uh, I, I can't back him. Let's follow the money here on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, a system that is 19-6-1 since 2007 with regular season win totals in the NFL. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This weekend, you have the rare opportunity to get a sneak peek at the latest game to enter the sports wagering market. Highlight, world's fastest ball sport with speeds exceeding 150 miles per hour. You can watch the best highlight in the U.S. live all weekend long. Highlightchannel.com, J-A-I-A-L-A-I-Channel.com. Fast and furious on now. Catch all the action this weekend. Highlightchannel.com, brought to you by Magic City Highlight and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. You love it. I, I got to tell you. Now I have just another thing to do this weekend. Because when, when I was in Miami in like 2007, we were covering the Super Bowl back then. It was the Colts-Bears Super Bowl. And a buddy of mine that I was with, he's actually been to Highline before. I can't recall if he's bet on it or not. We were going to go to Magic City. And yeah. somehow like the, the plans changed. And I was all excited to go. He was pumping me up. We talked to some of the locals about Highline. They said it's like super popular down here. And uh, you can go there in person and bet as well. But now just watch it here. At uh, Bet Rivers and bet on it there. That's I want to give that a, I want to give that a shot. I really wanted to go do it live all those years back. That would be really fun to attend. It's a cool sport, man. 150 yeah. miles an hour with that. Yeah. Um, let me give you this. A lot of great stuff in the Pro Football Betting Guide at vcin.com/slash subscribe. Uh, Scott Kellen did a great job. He's done this now for a few years uh, in the betting guides, but his angle on regular season win totals. And uh, we'll, we'll sum it up here the best we can, but I'll read you some of what he wrote first. Um, using the Pythag theorem for the 2020 season, 
the Chiefs were 14 and 2. They scored 473 points. They allowed 362. The Pythag theorem suggests they should have won only 10 and a half games and lost five and a half. The Chiefs won three and a half more games than they should have based on this formula. Uh, when you go back to 2007, all teams that won at least two more games than they should have, we find that if a team overachieved its previous year regular season win total by two or more, we should look to go under this season the, uh, and the win total. Since 2007, 26 such teams, Paul, have fallen into this category in the NFL. About two teams a year, by fading those 26 teams of the under, you're 19-6-1. and one. And by the way, that's with a 1-3 season last year. So it was a losing proposition mm-hmm. last year, going 1-3. But overall, since 2007, nine, so think about that. It was 18-3-1 before then. Of the 26 teams that I talked about, 19 of those um, had at least three fewer games, won at least three fewer games in the previous season, including eight of those 10 teams that won 13 or more the previous year. The Cleveland Browns won 11-5 and five last year. The numbers say they should have been about 7.7 and 8.3, meaning they overachieved by 3.3 wins. They also went 7-2 and two straight up in the regular season games decided by seven or fewer points. Three other teams also overachieved by two or more wins last year. The Seahawks at 12-4, and four, the Packers at 13-3, and three, and the Bills at 13-3. and three. So the Chiefs, Browns, Packers, Seahawks, and Bills overachieved by two or more wins last year. And he wants to go one step further, points out that uh, teams that typically win more games than the numbers suggest also had very good fortune in those games, in close games. The more close games you win, the greater the likelihood that fortune will regress to the mean the next season. The 2020 Chiefs not only won three and a half games more than their numbers suggest, but they also went 8-0 straight up in games decided by seven points or fewer in the regular season. Nuts. So when you look at 26 teams that overachieved by a minimum of two games and consider uh, only those that won at least four or more close games than they lost, those teams were 15-4-1 going back. We'll give you two teams this year when you break down all those numbers. Chiefs under 12.5 plus 110 absolutely fits that criteria. And the Browns would be the other one under 10.5 plus 105. We're not going to give away the farm. There are other teams in the category when breaking down season win totals. And again, you can get the Pro Football Betting Guide at vcin.com slash subscribe. Well, I think a lot of people would look at that and say, yeah, but it's the Chiefs. I can't go against them. I'm not going to go against Mahomes and Reed. Um, I don't believe they're going to, in a 17-game season, no, I still think they're going to win 13 or more. And I am personally high in the Browns. But that system is, uh, you know, it tilts one way, big time. And Seattle was supposed to fall off last year. And it Big time, happen. yep, and they still yes. won 12 games. Yes. How many times can they pull a rabbit out of the hat? Uh-huh. That's, but I do think it comes to an end this year. Now I'll give you one more from Good. the betting guide. This is Steve Mackinnon. He likes the Raiders over seven. He points out he's not a huge fan of anything specific the Raiders have done to get better in 2021. However, 11 teams have scored 27-plus points in the last 20 seasons. Points per game have failed to make, make the playoffs. The combined record of those teams the next season, 109 and 67, good for 62% and an average of 9.9 wins. Vegas qualifies for that system, the same angle that backed the Buccaneers last year. 
What do you have on Barnwell? I, I don't know how. One thing on the Raiders. And they only won two home games last year. Right. I don't know what that's going to look like this year. No. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be 50-50, 70-30 with the fans. But on vivid seats, the secondary market is so big now with the NFL. And, and secondary market so big, period. The five biggest games on vivid seats, four of them are Raider home games. The other one's Tom going back to New England. Sure. So the four Raider home games are our top five most sought-after tickets on the secondary market. A, a website that does this and looks at it estimates 48% of the crowd will be Chicago Bears fans when they come to town. I absolutely buy that. How about that? And then you have, it's going crazy with the Ravens, week one. How many Baltimore fans will be here? That's also on the list. So then you have to factor in Kansas City and Denver. They already, always travel well. For sure. So that is... Uh, don't, I mean, sleep, don't sleep on the Eagles that weekend. Yeah. So what's it going to look like? For these Raider home games, is it going to be how many Raider fans will be there? Oh, by by the I way, what's the um the week's what's the date on that Week 16 game against the Broncos? That falls around New Year's, right? Because the play is the Avalanche also play against the Golden Knights like the day before. So you have it's the holidays, and you have two teams from Colorado playing in Las Vegas back to back days. So of course they're going to be coming here in droves. They'll take over, you know. Well, yeah, I think uh-huh. plenty of Broncos. I'm going to guess like thirty thousand probably at Allegiant, and then you know plenty of them will be over at um, T-Mobile as well for a game. Yeah. And uh, the game against Philly. Uh, that's also like EDC weekend. So hotel rooms are going to be like nine hundred bucks a night at some spots. Aren't the Flyers in town? I think the Flyers are in town. I think it's the same day. Let me double check that. Um. That was. Knockout information. Yeah, about that. Be careful with the Raider win total. That, that bears forty-eight percent might be a little bit light. Mm-hmm. I had Barnwell with uh, top five teams to improve. He went three and one last year. Some of these, you know, we're not split the atom. Big surprise. He thinks Jacksonville bounces back, but I mean they won one game. But Atlanta win total seven and a half. Last year four and twelve point differential minus eighteen games decided by seven or fewer. This is also in in, in our Pro football betting guide and making the case for Atlanta. One and eight. Games decided by seven or fewer, one and eight, and not one but two games. They had a 99% win expectancy and lost the games. Yeah, that's right. So, 10th toughest schedule FPI, second toughest last year FPI. Only seven home games, though. They lose a game because of home game because of London. But absolutely, I can buy into it. Nothing went their way with the close games. Blew the Dallas game, blew the Detroit game, blew the Chicago game. Mm-hmm. So they should be able to get to uh, six, seven wins. But yet again, that you're not really going out on a limb there. He also has Jacksonville for 17 turnovers, 27th in the league, uh, for 17 fumbles, recovered five. Luck factor, young defense, seven points or fewer last year, one and five. Two games they could have won or gone to overtime with the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota game they lost in overtime, sure. and then they, get, they missed the two against Cleveland. Sixth easiest schedule. They're uh, they're supposed to win four games on average. Point differential last year, outscored by 186 points. Win total six and a half. Ugh. One and fifteen last year. 49ers, another no-brainer to me. Six and ten last year, but this is big. They went from the. Third easiest, the fourth toughest schedule last year, third easiest this year. Supposed to win eight games. 
That'd be a bad year. Philly won eight. Six and ten. 31 turnovers. Second most in the league. Minus 11 turnover differential. Third worst in the league. Jimmy takes care of the ball. They'll win double-digit games. Yeah. And if he plays well. Yo, eight wins, absolutely. That's still below That's 500. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. But then, here, that, yeah. By the way, I found, I found the weekends here <clears throat> in Las Vegas. Okay. October 24th, Raiders play the Eagles. The Golden Knights actually host the Rangers that day. Um, the day after Christmas, which is a Sunday, the Raiders host the Broncos. The next night, the Avalanche are in town to play the Golden Knights. And I said this, too. Maybe don't sleep on um, okay. Ohio. Uh, what is it? Ohioans? Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets play the Golden Knights on November 20th. Right. The Raiders host the Bengals the next day. Yeah. Th- that could be something. Good find. That's around, th- it's a little bit before Thanksgiving, but that week. Yeah, Columbus. That was the uh, team. <laughs> that was the team that came to uh, the D years ago. And uh, Oh, oh, you're going to name names? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, people could okay. figure it out. Okay. They, uh, they had some fun at the pool. They couldn't even sit down at the dinner. And they it- said, sorry. Was that do, the team Columbus. the next night that went out and beat them? And they beat them. And they beat the Golden Knights? They beat the Knights. Yeah. Half the team couldn't even sit down. They were so intoxicated at dinner. And we kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 20% live boost, live profit boost every single Friday. Must be 21 plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules up next college football is back baby can't wait for tomorrow 9 a.m out here on the west coast uh brad powers will join the program week zero predictions uh what he bet in the summertime and how he would approach the betting board right now that's coming up here on follow the money it's vcind sports betting network Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.